Thank you for listening to Video Games and Comedy Show. You know what I was thinking? What a time to be alive, huh? We can't go anywhere or, or do anything. And I know there are all these fans of Video Games and Comedy Show out there who are just practically begging, is there any more content, any more bonus shows? A mere second of bonus content from this show I'd pay a handsome fee for. A king's ransom, no less. Well, you know what, listener? You're in luck. Video Games A Comedy Show, Call Me By Your Game with Connor McCabe, and Inside Video Games with July Diaz have teamed up under one umbrella to make all of your podcasting dreams come true. If, of course, those dreams were more shows by us, the creators of these shows, patreon.com slash super NPC radio has got you covered. Hours of additional content by all of the creators of these shows can be found starting at just $5 a month, including a brand new weekly podcast called Super NPCs hosted by myself and Connor McCabe, where we take a deep dive into specific games, developers, or game-related topics of our choosing. We've already covered Super Mario Bros. on the NES, Halo Combat Evolved for the original Xbox, and of course, Sonic Adventure for the Sega Dreamcast. You can also find shows like Call Me By Your Game Co-op, Resident Evil Book Club, and whatever the hell July Diaz is going to do. So if you like this show, if you appreciate this show, and you want to show that appreciation, and you want a little little uh, something something in return go to patreon.com slash super mpc radio we got you covered now please enjoy video games a comedy show Coming to you live this morning from the Spencer Mansion. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt. And as you already know, unless you're living over a dang rock, I say over a dang rock, I mean under a dang rock. Uh, It is the month of October. That means it's the month of Halloween. And I got this mysterious letter in the mail. They said, hey, we love the show. Uh, Why don't you come on down and record some episodes in our big, opulent manor, our big mansion. And I said, okay, that sounds good to me. I mean, as long as I don't got to pay rent, boy, oi, oi, 2020, who wants to pay rent? Am I right? We've all been out of work. Coronavirus? Yikes. Uh, so I said yes, and immediately I regretted it, because of course it's a scary uh, haunted mansion, and uh, there's no one else in here. I don't know who wrote me the letter, but... Fortunately, I do have members of the Zoo Tycoon crew here to help me get through it. My, uh, my, my devilish, ghoul, most ghoulish friend, most, most, uh, creepy, crawly friend, Nick Costanza. Boo. How you doing, buddy? Good. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Stand by. Stand by. Nick, stand by. Are you standing by? I'm standing by. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Can you can you hear this? Tails blows up. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, my classic okay. sound effect. Okay. Good. You can hear your classic sound effect. That's 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 encouraging. Um. 
We have a brand new member of the Zoo Tycoon crew here to help us along, um, you know, stay, you know, uh, protect us from, uh, you know, various zombies and Frankenstein's monsters that might be lurking around. Uh, the the double the double chainsaw wielding madman uh, Tyler Schnup Boo. is that how you say your last name Schnup? That's correct. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Uh, how are you doing, buddy? Good. I'm. I'm. Uh, I, I also said boo. Just so you know. Okay. Boo. Two boos. <laughs> I, we got two boos. Uh, boy, I wish I had one booze. If you know what I mean. I'm over here with this Lacroix. Oh. <laughs> Can't get some, can't, can't get enough booze. Okay, uh, Tyler, are you ready for your sound effect? Yes, absolutely. Okay, first I'm gonna shut this window over here. Okay, great. Whew. Okay, and uh, this is uh, Tyler Schnup. This is your 2020 sound effect. Uh, here we go. Come Is it going still? <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it, but it's uh, it's one of my better it's one of my better sound effects. Okay. I think I've ever okay. made. I did yeah. hear a kamehameha. Uh, Me too. Okay. May, mm-hmm. and then after that, got a, I couldn't hear much. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Nick, could you hear it? Uh, I heard about what Tyler heard, and I enjoyed it. it okay. Great screaming. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do it one more time. Okay. okay. <laughs> you can't hear it, can you? <laughs> nope. Okay. I'm sorry, gentlemen. Kenny. Start your engines. How you doing? Room, 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 room. Uh, well, I got a little business up top to handle, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's become sort of a convention of the Nick Costanza appearance. That right, right. I pay for a cameo. It, <laughs> speaking of room, room, right outside my door, uh, mm-hmm. there's a car. Uh, yeah, so I got a cameo for the show today, and um, it's. <sighs> It's more than a cameo. It's actually a friend who has a beef with a recent uh, episode of the oh, show. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, so I'm just going to let him speak for himself. Okay. Wow, this is Mario. You didn't have me on a Demario roast. I slap in the face, Jeremy. And I, I hear you don't like it a wops. Let me tell you something. Me and neither. I'm a self-hating eye tie. Next time you roast a Demario, you have me, Wario, on, and we'll tear that Wappa new beehole. <laughs> so, wow. Some choice words from uh, Wario. Th- but- that was psycho. That was. Yeah. Uh, that that was on another level. Wario, I've always known him to be an evil uh, guy, but mm-hmm. that was another level. If you know what I mean, okay. he, C- capiche? Let's not he, push it. He is the opposite of Mario, so he is a self-hating Italian. Is that what I heard? Yeah, where okay. Mario really embraces um, not stereotypes 
stereotypes. Well, stereotypes. Yeah, actually, yes. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I, I doubt that mo- most actual Italians fall asleep saying the words lasagna. <laughs> I uh, know. Yeah. Uh, only if you're a Garfield fan. Now, Nick, we should specify for the listener that you are an Italian. Oh, yes. I could <laughs> see how that'd be relevant. <laughs> yeah, because, um, you know, you being Italian, I'm sure you have feelings about Mario and Wario and what you just heard on that cameo. Uh, you know, so uh, and also the song WAP in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I feel very gaslit in that episode. They were calling it WAP, and that is not the name of the song. That's not how it's said in the song. So I feel uh, a little gaslit. And that's fair to you. Um, and I would say that probably the average guest and listener of this podcast is not going to know anything about that song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's very in the zeitgeist. It's it's having its moment. Um, it sure is. Just mm-hmm. for the record, um, I am an Italian American, mm-hmm. and I did hear that episode, and there was a lot of WAP talk. I mean, let's face it. And um, it is it and, is WAP. It's WAP. What? It's WAP. Oh boy, what's WAP? <laughs> um, I can't finish this. Who's on first bit? <laughs> <laughs> See more gaslighting. I can feel. I can feel it. I can feel it happening. Um, yeah, it took Jacques Maladieu pointing out in our chat that that's the way that it's spoken in the song is is this way, and I and I, I just doubted myself so much because I was so caught off guard by by potentially you know showing my insensit- cultural insensitivity when I was just trying to talk about. Um, you know, some wet ass pussy, baby. Right. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something we can all agree on is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful stuff. Yeah, wonderful stuff. Yeah, a wonderful ass pussy. Um, but from the Italian American community to you, Jeremy, I want to say it's all forgiven. The Thank only you. People who Thank you. were offended, uh, just Wario, and um, mm-hmm. even he's kind of over it. So yeah, he's it. he's also very self hating. I I do love that. Uh, that interpretation of Wario, you know, uh, I bet he would be, you know. Yeah, he's got a lot of hidden trauma. I think that's yeah. obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got got a lot of trauma. That's the first thing I think of when I think Wario. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no one who rides his freaking hog the way he does. Yeah, there's a dark past. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, there's a dark past there. Not to be confused with Luigi's hog, Mario Tennis Aces. Right, he's got a big, yeah, yeah. But that's a different kind of hog. Yeah, Um, right. mm -hmm. So I guess, um, you know, it is October. Are y'all Halloweenies? Halloween heads? Uh, I would say I'm more of a Halloweener. Halloweener? Okay. Uh, growing up, I was very scared of it. It was a scary holiday. I was deathly terrified of skeletons growing up. Mm. Wow. Yeah. 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 What What do you think it is about the skeleton that was scared you so bad? I think it's got no eyes and <laughs> it's too skinny, which is aggressive to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and you said you think they have no eyes. I, I love that. Thank you, Tyler. That is... Yeah. <laughs> Because there could they could be in the back. 
Mm-hmm. You can't, it's pretty dark in there. Yeah. It, it is dark in there. And I think that sort of like fear of the unknown always gets to me. And also the box art for the movie Evil Dead 2 famously featured a skull with eyes. And that was scary to me on its own. Mm. So I think bones, bones get me. Bones get you. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I, uh, I don't have the same uh, phobia of bones, but um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I guess I don't like seeing bones pop out of skin. No, no. Right. No. That scene in Scary Movie always sort of screwed me up, you know, where she breaks her own leg. Ooh. Oh. oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. Me every time I watch it a lot. <laughs> the scene that's that a tough one me. they watch over and over again. I'll mm-hmm. say that. I went You're back to it, I went back to it recently, and um, speaking of culturally insensitive, wow, uh, Scary Movie does not age particularly well. Uh, highest grossing rated R movie for its time, though. Rated R comedy for its time. Wow, yeah. good for mm-hmm. scary movie. Yeah, I, I bet it's been usurped by this point, but maybe the hangovers for those rated R. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. So bones and skeletons are scary to you. So, so during the season, I mean, you're usually kind of, you're probably hiding under your blanket or probably not going outside. Mm-hmm. Telling telling your mom to deliver all your all your meals like under the door. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, just sort of like stuff it in there and. Right. I, and how does your um, <laughs> Italian mom sound? Yeah, how does that sound? <laughs> she talking like it is. Hi, oh, Nick. No. Oh Nick. no. Uh-huh. Um, well, that's that's a shame. Yeah, I'm a big. I love Halloween. I'm a big horror fan. I, I you know, I, I really, I, I've been celebrating for the past two weeks already. Uh, just watching scary movies, getting all my shows ready for Halloween. You know, we got a lot of exciting things going on on this show and on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/SuperMPCRadio. All month, uh, just Halloween stuff back to back. Tyler, what about you? Are you a? What do you do like during it. this? Yeah, you like it. <laughs> I think it's yeah. good. I enjoy, I enjoy, I enjoy to be, I enjoy a good pop-up every now and again, a little mm. pop scare. Yeah. Um, I was playing a game the other day and I was not expecting it to um, scare me as bad, but I did. I like, mm-hmm. I almost ran out of the room and I was <laughs> very embarrassed. Yeah. What were you um, playing? It was some research for later in the show. Gotcha. <laughs> um, gotcha. Uh, but uh, it was a later, it was a later game. So oh, I wasn't okay. expecting, uh, I wasn't expecting this game to scare me as bad as it did. And of course my roommate caught me running to the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love a good scare. You know, I like a good pop-up scare. I also like a good deep scare, like a, 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 a scare where, you know, you're just very unsettled and then you th- you're thinking about it that mm-hmm. night and mm-hmm. it's changing who you are inside and uh you're it's starting like the to make this yes like, like the a babadook, babadook a babadook scare yeah where you invite the babadook into your house and mm-hmm. you kind of yeah so um as is the tradition of this show and just because we're here in the spencer mansion just because we're here within the walls of um what looks to me like a, a pretty abandoned place uh i still got, i still want to know what y'all have been playing and um nick i mean we might as well start with you uh, what, what have you been playing my my fella yeah um well uh, i've been playing a lot of uh 
What have I been playing? What? <laughs> what happened? Know. What happened? <laughs> Something happened. Okay. I think I'm just embarrassed to admit it. That it's okay. Besides the game that shall not be named of later, I mm-hmm. have... Uh, I've been playing Call of Duty, Jeremy. I'm just oh, coming out. Oh but... my god! Tell me it's at least zombie mode. They did announce zombie mode for Call of Duty Cold War coming out in a couple weeks. That's very exciting. However, I'm still playing Call of Duty Warzone, which I'm sure everyone knows is Call of Duty's answer to Fortnite in the battle royale genre. They just added a great new mode called Armored Royale where your team has a giant truck with a minigun on it and it's like your base and everybody gets in the truck and you fight other trucks. It's amazing. Is it how many is it? Is it like a mini minigun? Like a teeny tiny gun? Yeah, it's like a Barbie It's like a, gun. a plastic Barbie gun? Mm-hmm. It doesn't do much. Well, that's, I mean, are you, are you at least having fun? Oh, it's a blast. It's, okay. It's a dang blast. It's a dang blast. Uh, that's great, buddy. I mean, I can always count on you, uh, you know, with McCaller on the show. He's always playing a Resident Evil game with you. It's Call of Duty, my, my dude. And that is okay. We accept you for who you are. Um, Not me. I uh, listeners uh, <laughs> of our podcast will uh, will know. Uh, I absolutely hate Call of Duty. I, you do? I can't do it. Yeah. You know. I, and and Tyler, for, for you're gonna have to forgive me, but your mm-hmm. last name is Schnup. Yes. And that's so close to Schmup. Schmup. <laughs> Schmup, which is a genre of video game. The shoot 'em up. The Schmup. Oh mm. wow. Yeah. So I do think for your show, you should go by Tyler Schmup. I think that would be a lot of fun for the listener. But, you know, again, it's me being it's the producer in me. I can't right. help it. You know, I'm, I'm always giving notes. Uh, and can't and I thank you for it. But <laughs> We lost you. Oh, no, we lost him. We lost him. What do you think he said? It's something really funny. I bet it was something really funny. I've been playing outside of Call of Duty Warzone this uh, mode called Gunfight, which is two on two. Um, and back, I- yes. Oh, there he is. Okay. Sorry, I'm so sorry. No worries, no worries. Uh, Nick, did you want to finish that thought? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn before okay. I shut off again. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you've been. Playing 3D All-Stars, what I what we didn't hear was which gamer have you been sort of drawn to in, in the collection? Well, so I've been the other two, so I've been mostly doing um, Sunshine, and I and I and I and I have grown to hate it. Yeah, I'm I'm powering through it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean I've I've played the 64 one so many times that I just don't I don't I don't care to play it really. Yeah. Um, and then I've I've a hundred percented Mario Galaxy before, and I'm like mm. I don't want to do that again. So yeah. I'm sort of stuck with a sixty dollar game where I'm like the only one I can play is the one I've that that I hate. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, I uh, let me I so I tried the I tried the GameCube controller thing with Sunshine in this collection, and I'm, yeah. you're going through like an adapter into your Switch. Yeah. Okay, so I found that the button mapping was actually not um, good with the GameCube controller, and the unless they patched it in, 
cool. Because like there's there's like no uh, your move set is limited if you right. use the GameCube controller. I would recommend using the Pro controller. And yeah, you know what? I started using that, but for whatever reason, like the just the way the controls are, mm-hmm. I just it it doesn't feel right. You know? Yeah. I yeah I get it. I mean, as somebody who you know has played through Sunshine multiple times on a GameCube, yeah, and going to it on the Switch, I hate to I hate to say it, but it is so much better on the Switch. Like it is like because of the 16 by nine aspect ratio, that's the thing I can think that has helped the most with Mm -hmm. being able to have your, you know, your view be just a little bit more expanded. So you can see just a little bit more of what's going on around you. I blew that. I blew through that game so fast. And I, and I ended up doing like, uh, getting like, uh, sprites that I had never gotten before in any other playthrough. So and, and and like some of the zoo tycoon on our uh, on our thread have been reporting similar things of like wow I beat the chuckster I got the chuckster sprite and I never got that before I never you know I was never able to beat that was a big um, gate for me or a big wall where we weren't able to jump over uh, right I right. think that this is like I is sunshine still a pretty broken game yes always <laughs> will be but is this the best way to play it. I think so. And to be honest with you, I had more fun with Sunshine this time than I did with Mario 64. I had like wow. more fun playing through it. Yeah. Um, I also think as... So I just beat Sunshine and I'm going into Galaxy now. So about nine stars into Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Dude, Sunshine, your move set is so dynamic. Like you are, you have so many things at your disposal that you can do just with Mario alone. He moves so fluidly. And in galaxy, you're like, so contained, like your, um, your back spin jump flip move in sunshine is like, um, it's like, it feels like just like a rite of passage. Like it's so an extension of your own thumb and in galaxy, they make you really work for it. You have to like run a lot before you can like, Really, really go turn around and do the backs, uh, the backspin. I mean, you don't need it that much in Galaxy because of the way the levels are designed. But right. I felt very, I feel very limited by Galaxy's move set. It's they changed. It's different than sixty four and and then Sunshine. Um, I might visit that then. I'm, I don't know. I've been, I've been torn. I, I'm also playing. We lost him. We lost him. <laughs> 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 okay okay while we're here i'm gonna finish what i was saying about call yeah. of duty mm-hmm. Keep, yeah to, get it going finish the thought i've been playing these two on two battles and at different points in the course of the the fights you know you're hearing from the enemy team a lot and mm-hmm. um that feedback positive or negative mostly negative has become an addiction to me where i love it when someone really just roasts me so you're kind of a glutton for pain yeah definitely when i win if they get mad at me i think that's funny um if i lose Mm -hmm. uh and then they rub it in my face then i get very upset um but not like externally i just uh, cry on the inside Oh wow! <laughs> uh, you know, crying on the I'm inside. Back and I'm so angry. I'm sorry. Oh, there he is. There he is. Um, hey, can I tell? Can I, Nick? Can I tell you a joke? Sure. Okay, so uh, you know how you know how I asked you if you were a glutton for pain. Mm-hmm. 
So my joke is uh, that I consume my f- my favorite movies are all comedies that came out in 1995. I like just consume. I can watch more than one of them at a time. You might as well just say I'm a glutton for major pain. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> um, it's joke, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm I'm really hungry for for uh, for movies directed by Nick Castle. You could say I'm a glutton for major pain. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> this is the second major pain reference I've heard this lifetime. Well, <laughs> well, it's um, you know that. Uh, did you like the Nick Castle re- uh, revision to the joke? Yeah, it kind of threw me back. Nick yeah. Castle. Nick Cadillac. Who is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I don't hear the buzzing anymore. Tyler, are you able to talk? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, so Tyler, you've been playing some some of that 3D All-Stars. Mm-hmm. Having a uh, ding-dang ball, or having like a so-so time. Having a so-so right. time. And I love playing as Captain Price the most in Call of Duty. It's the best. Okay, oh, model. great. Oh, okay, yeah. Did, yeah was amazing. the thought you yeah. needed to change? You needed to fi- uh, finish? Yeah. Okay. Great. What is it with what? What is Captain Price? What is that about? Oh, he's like a British guy who talks like this. <laughs> Muppet. The fifteenth time I've heard that this week. Yeah. Yeah. From Nick specifically. So Nick. Accent. Nick. Uh, yeah, Nick gets a lot of cameos from Captain Price. I'm, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just called in to do that. Yeah. real fast. Well, yeah. Ty- Tyler, have you been playing anything else? Yes, I. Uh, so I have. I have like a. I bought that Retroid Pocket Two. Okay, what um, is this? It's like a. It so it, it like it plays like ROMs and emulators. Uh huh. Um. It's like a. It, it it's like a Chinese company made them. Mm-hmm. Um. And you you're it's sort of, like I have a. I can show you, but um. It's it's pretty cool. Looks very sleek. Yeah, I've I've seen this. People like this thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it runs like an Android phone, you know. Um, but then, like, you you dig deep in there, and there's like an app, and then it's just got a, a million emulators on it. It's like yeah. three hundred or something, not a million, but right. So I'm going to town on those. That's um, great. What are you playing on it? I I never played Chrono Trigger. Um, as much as of a uh, of a of a Dragon Ball head that I am, I never yeah. played Chrono Trigger. Yeah, um, that and and Loco Roco, my baby game. Oh, so it's got a PSP emulator on there. Yeah, and it plays Dreamcast ones. Now, have you tested those to see if they work well? Because I know that a lot of those devices claim to be able to. You know, we do PS One, we do N sixty four, and then when you get it, you're like, oh yeah, you do. Kinda. <laughs> right. Um, it does play them pretty well. Like, I have both Sonic Adventures on there. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Nick. This, mostly for Nick. Yeah, um, so he could play them. <laughs> right, yeah. He, so he could come over for quarantine <laughs> to play Sonic Adventure at my house. If you're going to get coronavirus, it right. better be for Sonic Adventure 2, okay? Not 1. See- 
<laughs> Sonic next to a sexy bikini lady. Yes. Oh. Yes. Rouge the um, bat. <laughs> um but it does it plays those all right um it play i i, I downloaded uh what is jojo's bizarre adventure on there yeah and that worked pretty well but yeah. it's fighting so it's like yeah does sonic adventure run well on it not too bad really um, wow yeah it's like it's like sometimes a little slow and and, and then sometimes Ooh. like the the music is a little too loud yeah um but overall, it's not bad. That's that's wild. I might pick one of these up just to kind of look at it. it. I'm I'm seeing videos on YouTube claiming this thing has amazing N64 performance. Is this real? Yeah, yeah. The uh, the so Mario 64 is on there and it plays really well. That's crazy. Um, he showed me that one. It looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really crazy. Over. That, that's <laughs> the N64 is like really famous for being incredibly hard to emulate. Right. Yeah. yeah, it it's it would it that game runs pretty smooth and I think Mario Kart's on there and and it it's pretty smooth. Yeah. So, wow. I like it. Wow. Yeah. yeah, this is a big curiosity of mine. I've always wanted a handheld that was just a ROM machine, you know. Right. I bought a Vita for that kind of for that reason cuz I, you know, hacked the hell out of it and put all these games on it and stuff. And even the mm. Vita can't do n64 right because it's just really? the, the architecture of the n64 was too fucked up now um, that i'm thinking about because i i have a psp that mm-hmm. has like a bunch of stuff on it as well yeah um and the n64 ones that are on there do not run that well now that i'm thinking about it like, yeah no sound at all you know right right stuff like um, that mm-hmm. yeah but at the end of the day i mean like if you're if you have a handheld that you can just dump gba games on i mean that's oh, worth yeah. its weight in gold mm-hmm. that is an i've also been playing my game boy advance i've been playing mother three mm-hmm. um, cartridge i got the cartridge yeah um so that that has been fun i've also been playing avatar into the inferno on the ds awesome is that an um, airbender thing mm-hmm. okay it's, great. Is. it's great. a great puzzle game where they're like uh what, what's the term uh, kawaii, where they look like little, like where they're like cuter versions of oh, themselves. No. Like, chibi, chibi, chibi. Okay, <laughs> it's it's one of those. Uh, okay, and it's a puzzle game, and it and it's one of my favorite DS games. That's great, but man, I I'm so behind on the DS until recently when I got one of those like flash carts because I, I was a 3DS guy. That's when I got back into video games. Like that was the mainline Nintendo handheld. Yeah. And so I missed the whole DS generation. So going back to those old DS games is like a it's kind of a blast. I love them. I yeah. love the DS so much. Yeah. Are you a um so are you just a you seem like a pretty big anime guy. Are you into anime? Um, sort of. Yeah. I would say I would say I I know and I I know enough and I yeah. I, I I I like stuff, but I'm I'm still pretty picky, but overall, yeah, I like anime stuff. Okay, yeah. Do you I like mean, Naruto. Just, yeah, do you like Naruto? I actually don't. <laughs> I don't. 
Okay, do you like <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> no, <okay>. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> I, no, absolutely not, actually. Sorry. Well, I mean, in this, you know, you mentioned DBZ and you mentioned yeah. JoJo and then Avatar. It's not really anime, but it's an animated show that's meant to look like an anime. I mean, right. uh, yeah, so I took a wild guess, but uh, yeah, yeah. are you a Dragon Quest fan? I so this uh, I am actually playing Dragon Quest Eleven as awesome, well. Awesome, awesome. Um, you sound like me. And, you sound like a guy who's just like re- spread really thin, playing a lot of different games all at once. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, okay. that's right. As um, opposed actually, to me, I play one game only for my whole lifetime. <laughs> yes, yeah. And you and, and anytime you stray, it like it like it like takes a lot out of you emotionally. Yeah. You have to always kind of come back. It's tough. Um, mm-hmm. I was. I actually was playing Dragon Quest. I came back to it this week because I at, like at the beginning of the year I got I I got like the Sword of Light <laughs> and oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like forged it and then I went to use it for the first time and then died ten <laughs> times and I was like, well, it's almost like I beat it and so I like yeah. just didn't yeah. play it for months. Yeah. I got to the uh, the last the last boss before I think mm. the game changes into something different, I'm guessing. And uh, okay. I'm, I'm in like his castle. I don't know if any of this sounds familiar, but uh, yes. I kept dying at him. And I, and I also did that thing. Where I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I'm a hundred hours in. Yeah. I beat it. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't have to see credits or anything to really beat it. I just beat it. It'd uh, just be a nice, nice score. They do at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you're missing. Um, I, uh, well, I love that for you. Welcome to the show. I'm very happy and excited to have you on. Um, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit? I usually do this at the top and I feel very rude. I didn't ask you, but why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Like, who are you and like, where do you come from? And also like, what is your history with video games? Okay. Um, uh, I'm Tyler Schnub. I'm from Long Beach, California. (laughs) (laughs) I, I moved back here from Seattle, uh, where I lived for ten years, about three years ago, and <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a comedy guy. I've, yeah, I've been doing comedy for uh, eight nine years. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love video games. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't mean to turn um, <laughs> uh, uh I love video games. I've yeah. been I, I've been playing. Uh, uh, I, I had a I had a Game Boy uh, very young. Yeah, and I uh, and and yeah, I've I've had a lot of consoles. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Pretty good so far. Doing good, doing um, good. Are you yeah, so I, in comedy? What do you? What would you say that you do? Like, are you like? I know that you're an improviser because Nick mm-hmm. Nick told me that. But I mean, like, are you also a writer? Have you done stand up? Like, are you pretty much just improv or what? I would I. I, I was a stand-up for a, a long time, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty happy there is none anymore. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that's right. So, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, stand-up is stand-up was bothering me. Yeah, I'm glad it got canceled when uh, when when Dalia got canceled. That's right. When, yeah, that's when right stand-up. That's when stand-up finally got canceled for good. They said yeah. Bill Cosby, Louis C.K. Right. Now Chris Dalia. We're yeah, done. We can't have another one. We can't have yeah. another. Yeah. Yeah. No. Rule Just of get threes. rid of all of it. The rule of threes. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the dark side rule of threes. Um, mm. Okay, yeah, I was also a stand-up. I started in stand-up myself and then right. kind of kind of moved away from that when I found improv and sketch to be so delightful. <laughs> yes, uh, I would say that's that's about for me. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, Nick, do you have anything you want to say? Um, now we like sit down comedy. I'm talking podcasts. Okay, right. that's right. Yeah. Sometimes when I would do stand up, I would sit down. You know is what I mean? True? Yes, that is true. At open mics, you kidding? If I had a long day, I'm not standing up for who? Freaking right, George, Costanza. or or uh, or Chip and Dale. Chip. Yeah, the the, the two most common stand up names, George and Chip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. Well, so, okay, quickly, I've been playing, um, you know, horror games. I, I've been, uh, I'm about four hours into Resident Evil 7, which I'm having a great time with. That is a very spooky, scary kind of game. I'm, I'm, I usually play about two Resident Evils a year, and this will be my second, so I'm excited to kind of get through it. I played the three remake when it came out and uh you know now i'm doing seven i'm, I'm i love this new capcom re engine it's just so beautiful to look at and mm-hmm. uh i have also been playing on my vita a ps1 mm. classic horror game called parasite Twisted eve no. <laughs> no nick no nick no, that's also not a horror game crash uh, bandicoot um no uh no, have you guys maybe. ever played P- parasite eve no no that is a Sounds biblical so it's may uh i don't know it's it is a ps1 game that is a like a it's a horror game but it's a horror kind of rpg action rpg game mm. uh set in modern day new york and it is uh based on a book uh, that later became a movie. It is also... I am legend. Yeah, no. Uh, okay. No, Nick. No, no, Nick. Uh, uh, it is uh, also developed by Squaresoft. So it is like a Squaresoft game, a horror RPG kind of game. Um, when I say RPG, I guess I just mean like you level up and stuff and you get into random encounters, but you are this woman named Ava the whole time. You're like a, you're like a, a detective and um, you're trying to solve the mystery of the, the, the plot of the game. <laughs> oh. uh, and it's a, uh, it's kind of a masterpiece. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like it's like one of the best games I've ever played for that system and I'm bummed that I'm only getting around to it now. Cause it seems like one I would, I would have really like loved back in the day. I wonder if I have that on one of these, one of these devices. You, I'm sure you handouts. do. I, I yeah. think it's, I think it's one of these games. that's just like, wow. Like I'd always heard the name and I always saw it at blockbuster, but never really gave it a shot. And it's got a lot of good spooks. It's got a lot of good scares and it's got a lot of heart, I think. It, it sort of reminds me of a movie from the 90s. You're kind of playing through the plot of a movie from the 90s. That's you pretty s- cool. I would yeah. do that. Yeah. You thought it was a book and a movie. Was it the same title? No, I don't think so. Okay. May- maybe it was, but it's all. But the book and the film are both in, ja- or in Japanese. They're both like Japanese 
uh, stuff. So okay. I don't, I don't, I've never been able to track down the film, or maybe I will after the game. I don't know, but it's um, it's really interesting. It has like uh, a lot of the themes are deal with like like the womb and abortion-y things and and seed and and uterus and it's it's kind of about a parasite that will uh you know get into your mitochondria and manipulate your body so it can like light you on fire because it's like in you know science and medicine (laughs) wow it's got a lot of like kind of dark heavy themes i think for a video game tyler Um, you got a joke off that yeah oh yeah tyler uh no, why? Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, I've been playing a lot of that 3D All Stars, which I've got to say, you know, I like to get um, zooted out of my mind, uh, high beyond belief every day, every night. And yeah. uh, so, when I get really high at night, sometimes I'm like, "What am I going to play? What am I going to play?" And I got to say, 3D All Stars is just very dependable. It's just mm. right there. So I've been turning on a lot, not even because I'm like super want to do it, but like it's just easier to just choose it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm on I'm on Galaxy now. I beat uh 100 in 64. I got all wow. of these uh the shines. Sorry, I kill them. They're shine sprites. I got all the shine sprites in Sunshine. Not 120. And I didn't get all the blue coins, but I got you know the main the main ones. Uh, and uh, now I'm on Galaxy. I'll probably I, I might 100 percent that game because that game's a little easier to co- fully complete. But yeah, um, I've done that. Yeah, it's, yeah, me it, too. It's a fun one. Yeah, <laughs> okay. And yeah, then I get the too. cool black Mario suit. That's the flying, the red, the red flying, the yeah. flying. Yeah, I like the flying. Um, okay, um, well, what do you say we get into the news? Let's do it. Could you hear that sound effect? I heard it enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we did a, a dumb episode last week where we pretended like we were all in 1994 again. So uh, this week, uh, I guess we should catch up on some news that we just didn't talk about at all because we we're talking about the Clinton administration or whatever <laughs> instead. <laughs> so uh, Microsoft bought Bethesda. Congrats to Microsoft. For like Congrats, Microsoft. $4 billion, $7 billion, something crazy like that. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of money. Absolutely wild. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I want to get everyone's hot take. Nick, you start. Um, I think it will make games from Bethesda harder to get on my new console of choice, the PlayStation 5. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Tyler? I think so. Bethesda did they also do like the Bioshock games? No, that was um. Who am I? Bethesda did fall. That was two K, right? Was that two? You're thinking of NBA two, Jeremy. I'm thinking of NBA two K. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's wrong, Jeremy. Yeah. (laughs) I am thinking of NBA two K. They did not make Bioshock. They made (laughs) basketball. I did make a spec. LeBron Bioshock 3. I wrote Interesting. That. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And Bioshock Infinite is not in the lineage. It's Bioshock 3 is a different game. It's a sidestep. Yeah. This gotcha. is yeah. sequel to Bioshock 2. Well, it's gotcha. prequel. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh so yeah, Tyler, what is your what's your take? 
I truly, I don't play many Bethesda games, mm-hmm. um, clearly, because I did, I thought I was like, I think they're the Bioshock people. But um, uh, yeah, I don't, I, all I can say is that's too much money. That's yeah. too much money. Mm-hmm. It's too much money to give anybody for anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I wish I, I wish I played more Bethesda games than I'd have a a stronger opinion. But as of now, I'm going to Google who friggin' made these Bioshock games. Yeah. Um, uh, I should know this. There's a headline on the verge right now that I find to be very funny. Uh, breaking news, Bowser arrested and charged for selling Nintendo switch hacks. Wow. What? Yeah, I, I guess this guy's it. name is Gary Bowser. <laughs> Funny name. Pretty good. <laughs> Gary Bowser. Uh, French national Max Laurent and Bowser, originally from Canada, but arrested in the Dominican Republic, allegedly led the group uh, that uh, hacks Nintendo Switches. You know, if your name's Bowser... You either gotta run the company or steal or steal the a woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You gotta run the company or steal a princess. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, you know, my heart goes out to Bowser because I think I think doing hacks is fun, and that's a good time. Hacks is fun. Hacks, yeah, hacks fun. I agree. It's yeah. nice. I mean, are they gonna come in here and arrest me and Tyler because we? have devices where we clearly didn't pay for any of these games (laughs) i have to tell you i was super nervous to be like well i had the retroid in it um you know (laughs) (laughs) it's it's of course not in the description of like when they sell it to you it's like uh you got to put your own stuff on it but then of course it's loaded with stuff it's just it's just bursting at the seams with stuff yeah bursting true yeah um yeah that is yeah that's a bummer i hate to see especially nintendo because they really are stinky poo poo about putting out their old games and stuff out there yeah hey nintendo how about nintendo oh my god nick you did it hold on where's my where's my here we go i know that y'all couldn't probably hear it that well but it was the hot take sound effect. I heard it. Okay. Thank you. Um, my take on the Microsoft Bethesda thing is actually slightly more positive. While I do agree that's way too much money to ever spend on uh, a company, no one should be worth that much money. Nothing. Um, hopefully this uh, gives Bethesda some more resources to like help their games out. Their games kind of come out like broken. Um, it's like, yeah, the, that's the true thing with them. Like Skyrim, you know, uh, doom, uh, El- you know, uh, fallout games, famously mm-hmm. fallout games, all broken, uh, fallout three, take yeah. a wrong step and just fall through the map. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, hopefully this gives them the sort of quality check and then the things they need to kind of, make make games come out earlier better i wouldn't right. mind like they, they did outer worlds right no that's uh obsidian who obsidian. made new vegas but they didn't uh, they didn't partner with bethesda on, on outer worlds <sighs> i'm an idiot no you're not no <laughs> what <laughs> no no why would you know that <laughs> um yeah 
I I do I do not like when companies buy other companies though. That that always creeps me out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's like if I can have a hot take here. Yeah. Hey, Microsoft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey Microsoft. How about you, Nintendo? Don't. Oh my God! <laughs> it's playing. You know the the yeah. It's playing the big hot take sound. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Air horn. Uh, yeah well you know best of luck to all of them i you know i so as you know fans of the show might know i've pre-ordered a ps5 and i will also be getting a uh xbox series x i at launch i will be getting Mm -hmm. both uh and i uh you know i'm excited about games pass and i'm I'm liking the idea of having all of bethesda's stuff on games pass that's a really Mm -hmm. great thing and uh and you know EA is now on Games Pass. All of the EA stuff is on there now. And you know um, uh, Nick is a games is a is an Xbox uh, guy. Uh, this doesn't excite you. This uh... well, you know I switched allegiances during the quarantine. I I'm a mm-hmm. PS for you. <laughs> I'm a PS. <laughs> PS freak. freak. A PS freak, yeah. A PS freak. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited. Right as I was leaving Xbox, Game Pass was really becoming a thing, and it's a great service, truly. I love it. Right. That's how I played Outer Worlds, my favorite not Bethesda game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to play I'm some PS4 of these. I'm a person as well. So. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, I... I I wanted to play that Kakarot game that came out. Mm-hmm. Another Dragon Ball game. Right. Um, and it you can get it for for Xbox. And my roommate has an Xbox, but I was like, I, I want to play it for they play it for PlayStation. Yeah. I, I, I can't I, I can't I don't know. I don't how about Xbox how about you Nintendo, right? Yeah, hey. Yeah. Playing the hot take down again. Yeah. Um, okay. So I uh, yeah, I'm excited to. Ha- I have not had an Xbox console since I was 14. So I'm wow. excited to you know get back into the the Xbox land. You know, I, they also mm. you know, with the exception, I guess, of the 360. The whole Xbox One generation kind of was stinky, kind of flop, flip, floppity, flip floppity in the mud a little bit. Didn't have yeah. a lot of good exclusives. Uh, Mostly Halo. Mostly Halo. Um, I'm excited about you know playing some of these g- third party games though. Like I think I'm gonna do Cyberpunk on the Xbox. Mm, Keanu. Mm. Keanu. Yeah, I'm gonna watch Keanu on Blu-ray on my Xbox. What, dude? Yeah. Okay, dude. No, the 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 Key and Peele movie Keanu. <laughs> oh, what with the cat. Watching. Yeah, with the cat. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I think that should just about wrap us up for the news, unless uh, y'all had any other um, big, big bad news to talk um, about. I big did play news. Undertale recently. It came to me way late. Big what? what? A great game is the news <laughs> that you played Undertale? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was brought up. It was mentioned uh, maybe ten or fifteen episodes ago that I should try it, and I did. And it's great. <laughs> did do you really like it though? It is a good game. It's so good. I love it. It's yeah. so like it's charming perfect. and sweet, and uh, you know, it made me think. 
It's perfect. I love it. Yeah. What, did you accidentally, um, did you just do the good way to play the whole time or did you actually fight? I did. I had been tipped off to not fight and I kind of wanted to, but I knew I was going to feel worse emotionally if I started killing stuff. It's just so much more fun to not fight in that game. Yeah. The dialogue options are hilarious too. Yeah. I love, yeah, I need to go back to and play, like play Undertale again. You know how it rewards Mm -hmm. multiple cycles? Yeah. I've only done it once and I, I know it's supposed to get really good the more you keep jumping back in with the same save. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Nick and, T- and Tyler are going to be taking over the show for a little bit of spooky, scary fun. So stay tuned. This is Connor McCabe, almost good boy and host of the nostalgic video game podcast, Call Me By Your Game. Call Me By Your Game is a show where I bring on a guest and interview them about a video game from their past that is near and dear to their heart. We talk as much about what they love about that particular game as we do what was special about the context of when they played it. Do you love Spyro the Dragon because it was a way you bonded with your dad over Christmas break in third grade? Do you love Metal Gear Solid because it was the first time you had agency in a game? Or do you love Skyrim because you took an arrow to the knee? Hopefully not that last one. Everyone has that one video game that started something for them or brings them back to a special time in their life. And this podcast is about those stories. If this sounds like something for you, then check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify anytime. Heck, maybe someday you'll join the show and call me by your game. All right, welcome back to Reactivators. I am your host, Nick Costanza. Uh, as with me always is my uh, fearless co-host, comedian, entertainer, Mr. Tyler Schnapp. Hello, hi. Tyler, how's games? Games, games is great, bud. How about you? Games is great. And I um, first off, I want to get our guest in here. We have a special guest today. Uh, you know him as the host of Video Games, a comedy show. He's one of the funniest people alive. Um, no further introduction needed, Mr. <laughs> Jeremy Schmidt. Hello, hi, thank you so much. Uh, you might have heard me do uh, a couple of versions of the major pain joke earlier, uh, proving very much so that I am one of the funniest people alive. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> Yes. Um, thank you so, for being here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here. So Tyler and I have taken over this podcast for the second half of the episode. Um, if that is jarring to the listeners, um, you're going to have to deal with it. Yeah, I get tough shit. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to explain the premise of our podcast, uh, Reactivators, coming soon in just one moment. But I got some business to take care of first. Um, 
Wow. I came on this podcast recently and confessed that I had completed the Pokedex. Big achievement, right? <clears throat> well, I didn't do it alone, and I didn't credit the person who helped me. It was, in fact, Tyler Schnapp, who is oh, was. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for putting that on the record. I do appreciate that, bud. Uh, uh, I, I believe that uh, if you complete the Pokedex, you should at least shout out the person who traded you a legendary. I think that should be the norm now. Yes, and you traded me Zamazenta, the shield Pokemon, and that yes. allowed me to complete the game. And so I want to say thank you and sorry to Tyler. Now, can yeah, I ask a question? You. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So when you're doing this, like, did you also trade him the sword Pokemon so that he could complete his Pokedex? So Tyler had already completed his, I assume, oh. with someone else's help. Yes. Uh, thank you to my friend Parker Postini. Uh, I love her in Best of Show. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I won't correct you. I think that's funny. I really, I really, I recently watched Josie and the Pussycats, where she is the main villain, oh. and, it, and it's and she's really good. Her performance is excellent, and she's my friend, that is and so and a pokey fan, which is interesting. Good a pokey fan, yeah. Um, so, oh, go ahead. No, okay, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna explain what this podcast is all about. So, the name of the show is Reactivators, and that's because. It's named after a device. Um, some of your hardcore gamer heads out there might be familiar with a device called Sega's The Activator. Um, this is different from that. Uh, but that device was like a big ring that you put on the ground and stand in it, and it allowed you to have limited motion controls with the game Street Fighter 2. You familiar with right. this, Jeremy? I, all I do is research and look up stuff about video games and you've somehow found something I've never heard of before <laughs> and kind of can't believe my ears right now. So what it, it did what again? It gave you motion controls in Street Fighter 2 for the Genesis. Yes, correct. Okay. So how? Um, I don't... Very poorly. <laughs> uh, so this... The device is a little different. It's called the Activator. Um, and I like to make that clear just because it's completely different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It actually has nothing to do with Sega one, one bit. Yeah, so, in okay. fact, I probably shouldn't have even brought up the other one, but just making it clear that this was a third-party peripheral that worked with a different game that wasn't Street Fighter or Street right. Fighter related. And you found, this, you found this at a garage sale, correct? That's true. I bought the activator at a garage sale for a mere one dollar for a mysterious um from a mysterious salesman so the kind of guy who would probably sell you magic beans if that was still in fashion yeah that's yeah. how i would describe someone who sold me something too and I was just on the hunt for gaming peripherals at the time but when i plugged this into my modern hdmi enabled television i realized that the activator can actually transport the user inside of video games. That's pretty yeah. nuts. So I uh, I started buying all the ones I could and sending them <laughs> off to people. <laughs> buying all the what? The rea the reactivators? The yeah, the activators. Yeah. The, oh, I thought you were talking. We actually about pitched in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I've been calling it the activator the whole time. It is called the reactivator. I should remember yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> is it called I the would... reactivator? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called the reactivator. And that's because it, um, at the end of the day, that's the name we gave it. And it's because it allows you to react to games that you're invading. Oh, got it. So you're, it's a reactivator. Uh-huh. Like, because you're yeah. invading, not a reactivator. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it different. Mm-hmm. Like a space in reactivator. <laughs> like a space in reactivator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like a Darth Vader, but not related to that character. Either. Well, Darth reactivator. Darth reactivator. <laughs> please, yeah. don't, please don't put that. Please don't. Please don't say that. Please don't say that. <laughs> yes. We've had enough not... trouble with the name as it is. Right. Yeah. Um, Just lawsuits from the Galactic Empire, like constantly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the reactivator is one of the coolest new devices that's old. And I (laughs) sent one to you, Jeremy, because Mm -hmm. we're doing a special themed month uh, on this show, Video Games, a comedy show about uh, horror games. And so Mm -hmm. um, we offered you a choice of a game that this device would allow you to visit. Mm -hmm. And and I gave you two options. You gave me two options. One was Silent Hill, and the other was a game called Resident Evil. And uh, I believe the response, we're doing Resident Evil, came back so fast, it was almost like Silent Hill was just not even considered at all. That's how that... And you know what? Maybe a misstep, because that is the one I had played. (laughs) That, of course, I love it. Perfect. Okay, so okay, Resident Evil, I, you know, yeah, great. So full disclosure, um, no, we'll get to it. Okay, uh, so Resident Evil is a video game developed by Capcom and originally released for the PlayStation on March 22nd, 1996. Right. The first game in the Resident Evil franchise, this one involves a SWAT team called STARS as they investigate a zombie-infested mansion in search of their missing team members. Inside, they find a host of mysteries, monsters, and double crosses. Now, there are two playable characters in this game, Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine. And on mm-hmm. each playthrough, the player controls one of them from a third-person perspective to shoot explore, collect items, and solve puzzles. Now, Jeremy, you chose this game. Hmm. When did Resident Evil come into your life? It came in around um, around the time it came out, um, I think. It was like 96, 97, sometime, sometime around there. Uh, I was very young at the time, and I remember you know, going to a friend's house to sleep over and his older uncle was playing uh, video games in the living room. And we kind of stayed up all night with him, just watching him play um, these sort of adult themed games. Some of the games that he would have been playing back then were Final Fantasy VII, uh, Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2, and Metal Gear Solid. Those are like three of the games that... I got to watch like, you know, and they're a little bit of adult themed and Mm -hmm. they really blew my mind and like really scared me. And I got kind of obsessed with the series around then. And I just really like, once I got old enough to actually play them without getting too freaked out, I like, you know, played them, you know, as much as I could, all of them. Uh, To this day, I think I've played one, two, three, four, two remake, three remake, seven, and um, 
That might be it. Yeah, but that's a lot of game. That's a lot of games in one series. Um, that's so, a lot. Yeah, yeah, that is a lot. I'll say that my my favorite thing about Resident Evil probably is the lore behind it. That is the thing that I'm really attached to. Is like it's a horror. It's a horror franchise that has like a really cool extended world and lore. Uh, I feel like they blew that open in a way that made me feel really. Like this, this thing was infinite and bigger, and you know, uh, surprises all the time. You know, kind of reminds me of how people get into like the the Friday the Thirteenth franchises or the Halloween franchises mm-hmm. for the the lore and what is you know what Michael Myers, where did he come from, what's he gonna do next, you know? Yeah, what's his next big movie post Love Guru? Yeah. What? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's, that's a good joke, bud. That's a good joke. <laughs> it was pretty funny in 2007. It's, yeah, it's like a major pain level joke, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Bravo well, to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, Jeremy, this game did scare you when you were a child. Yeah, so much so that my um, that my parents didn't allow me to rent it for until I was like kind of much older. I think I pl- ended up playing two. Um, that when I was like 14. So if I discovered it when I'm around nine or 10, it's like four years of a child's life. They're, they're like obsessed with a thing and can't play it, but it would scare me so bad. I would ask, I would formally request to sleep in my parents' bedroom. Wow. Mm -hmm. To submit uh, an affidavit. Yeah. Written affidavit. Yeah. Was that ever honored Uh, to write? Yeah. Did they let you in the bed? Uh, it was hard to get the, the, the letter notarized, right. but that's difficult. Yeah. But not hard to write. Uh, it was like, maybe would have been embarrassing to admit at the time, like a, a, an 11 year old, especially when you're like 11 and you have to sleep in your parents' be- bedroom, you know, I would sleep on the floor next to their bed. I wouldn't crawl into bed with them. I mean, I guess that makes it a little better. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't yeah, like more like a dog than a child. Yeah, yeah, I would I would take dog status and uh go sleep on their floor. But, you know, um yeah, it was uh it was a, it was a very it was scary. To this day I still think that I can when I watch media, I feel like um I don't know, I this is going to sound so crazy. I I Yeah, this is going to sound crazy. I feel like sometimes I take on things I watch and ingest more so than other people. Sometimes I feel like I, uh, like I have like a, a, a very sensitive to content where like, if something's sad, I will be crying with it. Like I'm very, I get a very emotional, um, I'm very easily swayed. I'm very easily manipulated emotionally by, by media. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it's because of that, that I end up like, kind of loving everything I watch or listen to or play. Um, there's very little things I'd hate. Just because you, ha- you have a strong reaction to them? Yeah, yeah. And, and it'll tie to a strong memory of that thing. So, like, um, mm. you know, there's, again, there's, like, very few movies I I would just say, like, that fucking sucked or I didn't like that. I, I'm not a big hot take guy. I don't have a lot of big hot takes of, like, this thing yeah. sucks or that thing sucks. I usually just default love everything and or i'm scared by it or you know twists usually work on me um yeah i I, I, yeah that's fascinating i think if i was a child this game would have traumatized me (laughs) in the same way that watching uh 
House of the Dead over my cousin's shoulder did traumatize me. <laughs> just like, yeah, I think the, the Uwe Boll movie, House of the Dead, <laughs> the original like arcade game, even was like super scary to me for a mm-hmm. time. Yeah, um, I think I'm similar to you. Uh, it's like this emotional empathy with a product where mine is maybe slightly different from yours, but I like put myself so much in the shoes of the protagonist or the character that it's like, Oh my gosh, if somebody's getting eaten by a zombie, I'm getting eaten by a zombie. Yeah. Can I say, can I share something that's um, statistical, uh, interesting statistic about that sort of thing where you're so empathetic that you really put yourself in the shoes of um, it's like a lot of people who have very like mild to major forms of OCD do that. So um, I'm I'm sort of personally confronting that the fact that I might have a very small amount of OCD, um, which is like connected wow. to like why I why I so like when I was a kid I would see homeless people and I would burst into tears. Like I I could my mind couldn't understand why how something so big and bad could happen and. Uh, you know, like if if an animal gets hurt, I'm I'm very similar. Even if it's in a movie, like it's a fake thing happening. Um, You're yeah. real sweet, Jeremy. Yeah, but I think it's um, it is it is connected to maybe a, a slight uh, mental illness. You know, it, it might have. You know, my parents used to tell me, "Hey, bud, uh, <laughs> you gotta callous up a little bit. You gotta." <laughs> You gotta you gotta get a little colder. This world is really harsh, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna be faced with a lot more brutal things as you get older. Um, now, did you ever feel bad for? Uh, is it Jill Valentine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever feel bad for maybe her back because her freaking yabos are so big? <laughs> oh my goodness, Tyler, what? that is inappropriate. Is it? I love that you use the hocus pocus term yabos too, which is mm-hmm. which is straight out of hocus pocus. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's Halloween time. Yeah, it is Halloween time. I never felt bad for her because of that. Uh, I did. I did feel bad for her wow. that uh, her face was so fucked up, and then later I realized, oh, that's just the PS one's graphic. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Very funny. Um, so yeah, full disclosure, I think Nick and I have only played the remastered version. And oh, her face week. looks great. Her face is, they fixed the faces. In yeah. That one. <laughs> it's a great face. And I gotta say, they fixed the yabba. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Podcast canceled. Uh, yeah. So no. sorry. I think, I think that, uh, that's an interesting thing about Jill that you brought up though, is the, um, is like that remaster comes out in I think 2001 and mm-hmm. we're um we're just starting the, the 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 process of understanding that the female figure in a video game doesn't have to look like uh a Baywatch Pamela Anderson from the neck down uh in fact I actually the remakes um like the Jill's actual face, I feel like is unique in that it isn't like Laura Croft. It's like her eyes are kind of sunken in. Like she looks visibly tired. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whoever the actor was that uh, they mapped her face to, 
I always appreciated that like she's very pale. She looks she looks kind of like a real person from the neck up. From the neck down, yeah, you might be right. She's like kind of got a like a like a late nineties kind of commando GI Jane body or something. Yeah. 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 So, um, so we're gonna reveal this right now that yes playing this remaster was the first time Tyler and I had actually played a, any Resident Evil game. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's not true. So I, I had started three Resident Evil games and been like, this is too hard. I'm stopping. And then yeah. I've just stopped. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I almost did that this time mm, <laughs> because yeah. I, I was eaten 10 times by the first zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I could not yeah. control this. I could. I was shooting all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I almost stopped. Yeah, uh, but then I got very good at it. Now I was going to ask, like, uh, how far did y'all get in this in this in research playthrough? I finished the game. What on YouTube playthrough? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But I played no, enough good. to like get the handle on the controls and stuff. I figured out like, okay, if I sh- shoot and don't spend too much time aiming, I'm actually yeah. hitting the zombie more. There's no aiming. You don't need to aim in the game. Yeah. I, and it, I it, wish I knew. It auto aims. So like you hit the button. I think maybe on harder difficulties you have to actually aim, but like in the regular difficulty, it snaps to the zombie in the room. Mm-hmm. In fact, interesting thing about that mechanic of snapping to the zombie there's a lot of like um the game's very cinematic as as you saw where like a lot of the shots you know you can't control the camera but they're like they're like uh, composed in a way it's very mm. well directed but there will be some rooms you'll walk into and because of the angle of the camera you can't see what else is in the room it's by design it's supposed to scare you now if you want to know zombies in the room though all you got to do is aim your gun because it'll snap right to it so oh. it kind of it's easier to clear out rooms that way if you're if you're scared maybe something's in there but I can't see it just aim your gun. That's why That's... it's important to have a pro. <laughs> a game pro. Game pro. Magazine. Now, um, when I first loaded up this game and you start the first cutscene and they're talking about we're flying into Raccoon Forest, um I thought I mistakenly started Animal Crossing. <laughs> Anybody oh, yeah. else have that experience? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought I was watching Pom Poco. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, raccoons and umbrellas. Uh, okay, I guess that's good for my island, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> it sounds like is it, 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 Umbrella. Is Danny DeVito going to be in this game? <laughs> All right, you guys are on fire tonight. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 I ripped my stomach somehow. That is, uh, that is, yeah. So, Raccoon City is the name of the the city, and then the f- Raccoon Forest, name of the forest, and then inside that forest is uh, the Spencer Mansion. Yes, the Spencer Mansion, where we are currently. Where we are currently, um, and you know, I knew all this going in when I got that letter, but I thought, you know, that was a long time ago. Maybe, uh. <laughs> Yeah, maybe things are better. Yeah, well, it seems that the mansion... Okay, the mansion does explode at the end of video game. So perhaps this is... What? Spoiler, uh... Only three hours in. (laughs) 
Okay, well, you know what? It depends on what ending you get because there are multiple endings and in yeah. some it doesn't explode. And in, in this ending, everyone just left. Everyone just left, yeah. Yeah, in the ending that we're living in, uh, everyone just kind of left and they said, you know what, forget it. <laughs> just kind of left. I think at one point somebody was like, this is too scary. We got to get yeah. out of here. That, and that was a zombie saying that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Yeah. I, Guns? I, I, Speaking of maybe the voice acting in this game, yeah, it is all over the place. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You have the privilege um, of playing the remaster, though, which has uh, a, quite a bit nicer voice acting than the original game. Oh, really? Was well, it you could me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's. I would say it's like um, if if the Resident Evil remaster is bad voice acting. The original game is like um, I wouldn't even know what to call it. Like it's that level of a B, like a B horror movie. It's like an Ed Wood type of thing. Right, right. Um, yeah, I or like I imagine like a like a like a Time Christ's voice mm. or something. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet, um, it has a certain charm to it. I think of maybe it is a little bit of that B movie quality where. Uh, I was particularly taken by uh, Albert Wesker's voice. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's trying to be Frasier or something. Yeah. He's talking like, hello, I am here. Hello, I <laughs> like, am needing some. A dumb guy pretending to be smart. Yeah. I, I identified like with that. That scrambled so, eggs. <laughs> yeah. I played another capcom zombie game that was my game uh called dead rising anybody play that one Mm -hmm. i haven't played it no it it was an interesting game i it was one of the first games i got on xbox 360 and i still had rgb cables is that what they're called oh my god rest in peace yeah rest in peace and i remember that game was one of the first (laughs) games optimized for hdmi and without it you actually could not read the subtitles oh there was dialogue that was not voice acted that you had to read to understand what was happening Mm -hmm. and it broke my brain but the reason i bring dead rising up is because at the time i liked that that franchise was more or less relegated to just the world of zombies. Like the zombie was the one yeah. weird thing. Mm. And in exploring this game, I actually liked like, oh yeah, there are zombies, but there's giant animals, yeah, giant brains, killer croc, uh, <laughs> boulder from Indiana Jones. Yeah. It mm-hmm. has everything. It has all those things in that game. Yeah. There's a golem at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, I was kind of fascinated by the creativity of Resident Evil. Yeah, it, it's more of a... You can tell that... I think Dead Rising, you can tell, is like a big fan of like uh, Dawn of the Dead mm-hmm. or, or Night of the Living Dead. And Resident Evil seems to be more of a fan of like maybe Night of the Living Dead and the Universal Monster movies and like um, those B like attack of the killer tomatoes type stuff like yeah you know there's giant plants there's a big shark in resident evil 2 there's a big alligator you fight famously that's like it's it's all just like really insane um yeah it, it is like 
I will say this, like as an adult, it, what makes Resident Evil so fun is those old games, like the least scary, scary games, kind of, because they're like I recently played through Silent Hill 2 uh, for the first time all the way through. And like, that's a scary, scary game. That's like a no, no joke, scary game with, you know, Resident Evil. It's like it's it's got some scares. But by the halfway point in that game, it's so sci- science fiction that you're like. This is just a, a a romp now. Yeah. Uh, now, Jeremy, what do you think about the stories of these games in general, but especially this one? Like, yeah. I, I'm. You can put yourself back in the childish shoes you had when you first saw it, or like looking back now, um, it's this mystery kind yeah. of of like who's done what and who's actually on your side and. I found it very intriguing. Yeah, it's absolutely phenomenal. I think that the execution of the story or the promise of the story is um, really flawless. You know, the presentation, I think, is people can like or dislike, but I think the story is a classic. It's a stone cold classic. The first three games in particular really build on each other and they're like really all part of the same thing. The fourth game, which people like arguably the most Resident Evil four that came out for the GameCube and PS2. And that's a, that is like an all timer for a lot of people that deviates quite a bit. Um, and I think, but I think that those original games, like they're so contained, like you're in one mansion, the whole game, like that's a really cool idea that's a really cool premise yeah i liked that about it i did yeah. <clears throat> i yeah yeah it felt felt good felt mm-hmm. uh, um what am i trying to say good <laughs> it felt good felt good thank you yeah well now jeremy you've played this game a lot but have you ever been inside this game no i've never been inside the game i'm i'm assuming that this is all leading to we're gonna go inside of the game for the first time which to me I am nervous, but I I want to do it because I'm such a big fan. Well, I know it's scary, right? It's a yes. scary game, and yeah. you want to run into zombies or skeletons anywhere. Yeah. Well, I don't care about skeletons, but yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, I think I, that's you. I think that's yeah, just I hope you. There aren't any. Yeah. yeah. I, I hope think there's I no skeletons. Yeah. Uh, but I think we should go inside and visit it, and we'll just you know, pose as members of the stars team. Um, and I'm mm. not talking Spartacus blood and sand. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I did not understand. <laughs> television series on the network stars. We're not. Oh, those kind of right, stars. right, right. Okay. Yeah. I had a t- I had a, can I just tell, I had a tweet recently about the stars, the network. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I tweeted that. about that. Yeah. You're just sharing that you tweeted about. Yeah, yeah. Is that a coincidence? <laughs> How do you say coincidence? <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Well, let's jump on into it. Jeremy, you got uh, your reactivator in the mail. I just do. Plug it in and put in. Um, we should probably sync up the model we're using. I think Tyler and I have the remake on Switch, so we're just going to plug our switches in real fast okay and i'm gonna plug i have it on ps4 but it's the remake so i think it's the same yeah it should be the same it should be the um, same okay yeah uh, there aren't usually a lot of people traveling inside these games at the same time because nobody knows about the reactivator so uh right. okay i'm turning mine on right now okay i'm turning you guys mine ready on. yeah mm-hmm. power's on okay, okay. Randy. 
And here we go. Oh, we're in Raccoon Forest. There's umbrellas everywhere. Oh my god! I can't! I can't! I can't believe it worked. Oh wow. my! This is like for me Disneyland. This is Disneyland for you. It's, this is like Disneyland for me. It's creepy and dark, and there's there's zombie dogs eating a body over there. Oh my god! Did you hear that? <laughs> that was a thunderclap sound effect. <laughs> An umbrella falls out of the tree. Oh, it's gonna start raining. Everybody, get your umbrellas up. Hmm. Wait, is it raining umbrellas though? Am I led to believe that it falling out of the tree means that it's raining? What? How do you how do you hide from a umbrella? If it's raining umbrellas, what do you use to shield yourself? Um, I got a gun. It's pretty big. <laughs> okay, shoot up at the umbrellas. <laughs> shoot okay. them back into the sky. Aiming, uh, okay, it uh, it just punched a hole through the umbrella, and now the dogs are looking at us. Hey, boys, it's me, Jill Valentine. <laughs> Whoa, Jill! Jill, Look oh my god! Yabos. I'm such a big fan, Jill. Uh, I, I've. I can't believe I'm meeting you. My name is Jeremy. I, I've been, I've been playing as you since I was like a, a young boy. Uh, I, I have nothing for you to sign. Uh, no proof that I even met you. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm, I, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just so excited. Uh, I'm gonna accept that praise and reject the offer given to me by your friend here. What did you I'm say? So sorry. I should not have. I should not have brought up your physical appearance. Oh, you he brought up the yabos. Chill. Look. Don't. I. I. We just had this whole conversation about yabos. It was really funny a minute ago. I can see how this is so uncomfortable for you, though, now. I'm really sorry. I apologize on behalf of Tyler. Uh, Sounds funny you. and gender inclusive. I came over here to help you guys out because there's zombie dogs chasing us right now. Oh, my God. I can't. Are you gonna, I, she's, I feel like she's about to spring into action any moment. We gotta you're, go. You're fanboying. You're fanboying too much. We uh, to I'm flush. I'm flushed. Don't look at what I'm doing. Start running towards that mansion over okay. there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Cut inside the mansion. <laughs> <sighs> oh my gosh. <sighs> okay. We lost Chris. We lost Chris Redfield. I didn't see him to begin with. Uh, that's... <laughs> I did not know he was around. <laughs> I didn't know he was around. <laughs> He's not here. Then we must have lost him. Right? Where's Nick? <laughs> oh no, Nick. Nick! Nick! I wonder if I hope Nick is with Chris. Oh. This mansion sure is big. Ah! Who's that? <laughs> Who's that? Not quite your ordinary house, that's for sure. It's oh me, my god. Albert Wesker. Oh Dan my Wesker. god. Albert Wesker, oh my God, I'm freaking the fuck out right now. I've been I've been seriously listening to you, Diatribe, since I was a little boy. Uh, I, I have so many questions. How tall are you? Why do you wear sunglasses inside? Uh, are you, in fact, a robot? Jeremy, the Jeremy, answer... You're... Mm. <laughs> Your friend wants to answer yes, for Tyler. me. Yes, <laughs> Tyler. Sorry. You're, you are fanboying so hard. I'm this so sorry. Cool. I'm so flushed right now. I'm just flush as a dush. Uh, okay. 
it's like just tone it down a little bit just just in case anything happens and then yeah. these guys just like don't want to help us for anything you have to understand to me this is like if if you met mickey mouse <laughs> i do love mickey mouse <laughs> me too you He's do too gone. i can't believe i have something in common with one of my, my all-time favorite heroes uh I like that he appears kind and gentle, but he's actually Eve. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> what? He's Eve? Evil, uh, good. Oh, he's Eve. He's good. He's good. You hear a moan from, uh, from behind a, a door. Oh my God, everybody. I think someone's having sex over there. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think someone's having sex in that bedroom. We don't know who lives here. Hey, nobody come in for a couple minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well. We definitely shouldn't interrupt these people. (laughs) It definitely does sound like they have execs. I heard a moan. I I, I just assumed when people are moaning that they're they're moaning. If the room's a moaning, there probably is a boning. SWAT team member Costanza arrived here early. He asked to check out the bedroom. I think you guys should go into the dining room. Is that Nick there boning? (laughs) Nick is fucking boning, man. He's boning like already? Hey, guys, stop (laughs) talking to me. I got a zombie in here. You got a zombie in there? (laughs) Wait a minute, What? think you should ignore him and go into the dining room or okay. split up and be by yourselves okay splitting up sounds like a really bad idea tyler i don't know about you i gotta split up i'm sorry man <laughs> what no oh <laughs> yeah okay 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 jeremy keep your cool I'm, I'm gonna go in the dining room uh i i know the layout of this mansion pretty well uh okay okay okay, okay. cuts it jeremy in the dining room <laughs> looking around do, do, do. <laughs> do, 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 do. Dusty, dusty, dusty in here. Uh, clock. Ooh. Uh, floor. Uh, let's see. Doors over you there. You see, there's just beautiful shots of him doing this. <laughs> oh, wow. It's pretty big in this room. Tall ceiling. Okay, okay. Uh, where's the food? Haha. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see, there's fireplace over here. Okay. Um, oh, the views just keep getting better and better. The <laughs> angles. Oh man. Oh yeah. I could really. I could see myself. I can get used to a place like this. I don't know if I could. Uh, maybe see if there's a door. Yeah, me. There's a zombie following me. What? Okay. Uh, there's two rooms. Uh, two, two two doors in this room. One leads back to the to the foyer, and the other leads to uh, I don't know where. I'm gonna have to take that one. Opens Turn. door. Hey, get out of here! I'm oh my god! This <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, okay, keep your cool, Schmidt. Sounds like everybody here is trying to have sex with the zombie. And now I'm starting to feel like a loser because I don't have a zombie. And that is not what I wanted out of my experience here, okay? I didn't want to feel insecure. And just like every experience, I end up feeling insecure. Bill Robinson. <laughs> Jeremy, I I was trying to shoot a zombie uh, <gasps> with my actual gun, uh, unlike Tyler and Nick who keep hooking up with them. <laughs> they're shooting they're shooting zombies with their penises. Yeah, then they can't stop and they've run through everyone twice now. They've uh, run through every zombie twice. <laughs> yeah. What? 
That's so much. I, I could never go that long or that much. Yeah, I don't know what they took. Some serum that the Umbrella Corporation designed or something. I don't know. I'm a little ahead in the game, but I can't figure out how to shoot. I keep aiming all over the place. Help Jill, me. Uh, can I ask you a question? Yes. It, is there something wrong with me? I mean, why wouldn't any of the zombies hook up with me? How do my friends get to the zombies so fast? What? What? Am I uglier than a zombie? Jeremy, there's nothing a little makeup can't fix. Cut to beauty montage. (laughs) And just the most beautiful angles you've ever seen. (laughs) Jill applies makeup to Jeremy's face, uh, a slow motion, uh, just tight shots of the wrist as it dabs powder onto his shiny nose and shiny cheeks. She does his eyebrows, <laughs> tweezes them, threads them. Yeah. Thread them. Yeah. Just a very, very quick sh- shot of the yabos. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. She goes to comb Jeremy's hair. Uh, uh, comb breaks. She throws it into a pile of already broken combs from other attempts. Her hair is so thick. Jill, you, you might say my hair is everywhere. Okay. <laughs> that would have been a song that might have come out around this time uh, by Dashboard Confessional. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're, well, it's more of a guy, and he just... I'm focused on my job. My job (laughs) is solving the mystery of this place and finding Chris Redfield. More like solving the mystery of this face. Am I right? Come on. Put Uh, some mascara on. Knock, knock. I need the restroom, guys. Oh, is that... Tyler, is that you? Yeah, yeah, I gotta recharge. I gotta take a piss real quick so I can keep what the- so I can keep this train going. Hey, what what do you train? Did you guys know about this beforehand? I mean, how did you guys set up this orgy so fast? I don't understand. Uh, you, you know what? Usually, I show up to places like this and just like bail immediately. But I just sort of stuck around this time, really enjoying it, and you know, it sort of happened organically. Oh, <sighs> uh, well, so, does that answer your question? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the bathroom. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, cut to uh, Jeremy and Tyler and uh, Jill walking back into the foyer, and uh, Albert's gone. Oh, where is he? Well, Our captain. Jill, he's gone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's Some... not here. I guess he abandoned us. Like yeah. my friends abandoned me earlier tonight. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeremy. Well, would solving the mystery of Spencer Mansion help make you feel better? Um, I want to solve the mystery of why no zombies will fuck me. So I guess we can do what you said, and hopefully that will happen along the way. Jeremy, and why? by the way, sorry for my attitude, but... This has been a whirlwind experience for me already. I mean, God, never meet your heroes, right? My heroes were a bunch of zombies, and they're all getting fucked by my friends. <laughs> Seems like maybe the issue is inside you. It's more self-esteem. Why don't you take a look in the mirror over there and tell me what you see? Jeremy looks in the mirror, 
and he is in fact looking inside of himself because he is now a skeleton. <gasps> uh, Nick, uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick in another room shudders. <laughs> a cold wind bursts through the window. You guys keep it down out there. <laughs> Jeremy looks in the mirror as as a skeleton, realizing Jill made him to look like a skeleton with no eyes or very little eyes in the back of his dark uh, holes and uh, says, oh, I think I'm going to like house sitting. <laughs> we see the mansion explode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Edit. 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 Okay. Uh, Nick's going to use the sound outro. Wow. 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 Pretty intense intense stuff, huh? How are you feeling, Jeremy? Well, honestly, I feel like that experience could have been better for me. Um, Mm -hmm. Right when it was sort of kind of getting good, uh, the mansion exploded, and you guys, I think, got laid uh, a lot. I'm kind of wondering: Is uh, every time you guys use your reactivator, do you guys just end up uh, hooking up with most of the uh, NPCs in that world and leaving the guest to kind of wander around? <laughs> Look, I gotta say that was a first. So. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll have to tune into the show to see if that's actually true. Like, here's the deal: um, you don't. It doesn't always happen, but it doesn't help to pop an upper before you go in. By upper, do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Please, yeah, elaborate. Please elaborate. What's an upper? Get a donger. <laughs> you say a donger up? Yeah. And I got so much crap for yabos. Yeah, yeah. Tyler says yabos pretty much got shunned immediately, but you just said donger upper. Uh, well, I mean, I'll say this much, guys. I, I do appreciate the experience of going into the game. I didn't realize how much of a fanboy I was, and I just really let that kind of take over, and that was interesting to know about myself. Yeah, yeah it was special. You have a connection to these characters, and sure, when you met them, maybe you were a little starstruck, but it's cool Stars that you got the opportunity. Struck. I was starstruck. Oh yeah. my gosh! Mm-hmm. Kind of like some of those zombies, you know. <laughs> yeah. They get stars struck a lot by mm-hmm. guns. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking Ash versus Evil Dead stars struck. <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Resident On fire, Evil y'all. star struck. <laughs> oh no. Uh, well, I gotta say though, it was a lot of fun. I mean, that really was one of the better times I've ever had, uh, you know, on this show. Usually all I am doing is sitting in a a lonely recording studio sound booth, you know, by myself since coronavirus hit and, uh, this, I actually got to go somewhere and do something and Mm -hmm. wow. Oh, that's great. Um, should we close your show for you? You know, Nick, at this point, I think you owe me that much. Okay. 
well, thank you for tuning in to the first ever crossover episode of Video Games, the Comedy Show, and Reactivators. Um, Jeremy, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more bonus content from the creators of this show, Call Me By Your Game and Inside Video Games with July, you can subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash supernpcradio, where we have all kinds of spooky, scary stuff lined up for the month of October, including... A, a Resident Evil... So, me and Michael McCuller are recording a show called Resident Evil Book Club, where we read the novelizations of the Resident Evil games uh, and and go through them chapter by chapter, kind of discussing them like a book club. But then we started wow. actually doing a, uh, a Resident Evil like sort of recap digestion show about all the video games, too. So, you can find both of those now on the Patreon, uh, just in time for Halloween, um so yes that is done i'm done plugging that's great that's me and uh tyler do you have a self plug up <clears throat> 69 across all platforms <laughs> that is that's not true. actually a joke <laughs> um <laughs> go ahead that's it um you can follow me on twitter at nick underscore costanza and then you can follow us both and our podcast on twitter and instagram at reactivators that is r-e-a-c-t-i-v-a-d-e-r-s and go on those uh, platforms and find us for updates about the show we will be posting our first episode in the next couple of weeks jeremy actually beat us to the punch and we are so excited and grateful to him for letting us come on and pre-plug our show so thank you jeremy absolutely you. i feel like it's going to be an interesting show uh you know there's not a lot of video game podcasts these days that i get excited about listening to uh, and this is definitely one of them. You know, I, I think doing a an improvisational comedy show about video games is just what the world is kind of missing from video game podcasts in general. So I think that this is going to be a really cool, exciting thing for y'all. And I'm really excited to to listen and thank see you. that thing grow. So well, thank you so much. Uh, yeah. We're just out here trying to have fun. And we're all doing it together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I'm just trying to have fun. Jeez Louise, we're all just trying to have fun, I guess. But that'll do it for this episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll see you next week when Jeremy is back in the host chair. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>